guys, it's week 13, 14, 27. We're not totally sure. It has been a rough six weeks. The Hawks are eight and four. And there's a lot of questions arising, least of which to be the offensive scheme play calling. And uh, we do dissect it all. Chester's here tonight, and uh, he's pretty upset. Wouldn't even wear his toque. Here we go. Game on. Any, even after bad losses, you got to get it off your chest. fucking sweatpants. I have a three-quarters full glass of scotch. This is my feeling right now. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. I don't know if I should start crying and start planning for 2021 season, or I don't know if this is a small hiccup that just happens. And I haven't figured it out yet. I've pondered a lot. Uh, Chester has no fucking idea what happened. Look at he threw his toque off. I put his toque on him. He threw it away. Jeez. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I have some comments, and if anyone in the head office of the Seahawks is open to uh, my suggestions, I'd be happy to share them. But um, at this point, I am confused is a good word. Um, although I will tell you that seeing the... Steelers lose last night made me feel slightly better, slightly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I'd rather be eleven and one than eight and four. So true that. That was a tough game against Washington and Steelers. That was a weird one. But yeah, the Giants. I will man. say that the Giants have definitely been playing better in the last few weeks than mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. What did they start like one and ninety-seven? I think one or four, one and five, even maybe. Yeah, it was Maybe bad. More. Haven't they won like three or four in a row? Dude, they're like the fucking number one team. Because now they're five and seven, I think. Five and seven. They're five and seven. Both the Washington and them are five and seven. But they started. They started like one and f- one and five, I think, maybe. I think it was one and five. Like yeah. yeah. Um, but this podcast is not a podcast to give the credit to the New York Giants. It's to talk about how we fix the Seattle Seahawks. And I think the first step is something I've been preaching for a long time that we need a new offensive coordinator. Like there is no reason why things are happening on offense that are happening, Carl. It makes no goddamn sense. Like mm-hmm. early in the game, fourth and one, they choose to go for it. Great. I'm all for it. I'm 100% pumped. If they run a fucking good play and they get stopped, I'm totally okay with it. The decision, mm-hmm. I'm okay moving backwards, defense out on the field, no problem. Defense has been playing much better the last couple of weeks. I but agree. what I'm not okay with is running some bullshit fucking circus fucking play and having it stop for a 74-yard loss. Like, what? what is happening? Why are we running a fucking receiver reverse on fourth and one? It makes no for goddamn sense. For some reason, Schoenheimer likes to run these plays where it takes six to seven seconds for it to develop and for anything to get going on Man. something that should be so simple. I don't know why. It's like he's overthinking every single thing. The options on fourth and one, in my opinion, are mm-hmm. down the middle with Chris Carson or... You run plays off of that, right? Because that play is what action, should yeah. be run. Mm-hmm. Run play action with a quick little out to uh, Disley or whoever's playing tight end this play. 
have like Metcalf run a quick slant off this play action, have um, Lockett as like the third option on the weak side slot mm-hmm. coming across the field at two yards. He's faster than people. He's going to beat people. Mm-hmm. If Russell Wilson ha- has to check down, that's going to be open. He's got I options. I don't yeah. understand. Running a wide receiver reverse on fourth and one is literally one of the last fucking options I would pick out of 150. You give me 150 options, Carl, that's bottom three. Of course. Why would you run a trick play and something you need so bad? I just, I don't know. That was a tough 25 straight scoreless minutes to watch. Man, it's just atrocious. Like, having the offense that we have... So we've had a first half this year that had zero points against the Minnesota Vikings, I believe. Yes. Yep. We and now we've had an offense that scored five points against the New York Giants in the first mm-hmm. half. Twelve in the whole game. Twelve points, Carl. Uh, we have unbelievable. Who I'm really starting to doubt as one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. A guy that is has had some brilliance and has mm-hmm. also like. I'm really confused about Russell Wilson and I really need some sort of like bring me back down to earth kind of shit. Like help me out here. What is happening? The last six weeks, Russell Wilson has looked like, I don't know, fucking Flacco, like a shit, like a mediocre 15th ranked in the league quarterback, like making a lot of mistakes Mm-hmm. Not seeing the field, and every time he drops back, he looks rushed, like he's like shaking. Every time, yeah, yeah. Everything is rushed. Everything is forced. I don't like. He's missing a lot of plays. He's missing a lot of checkdowns. I think he's looking for the deep ball, and he's, I think he's forcing it a bit too much. And with our like offensive lines and these plays that Schottenheimer's calling, it's taking so long for anything to develop. We're not running enough slant plays, enough like simple outs, and like you said, the play action plays like that. I think just simplifying the game would make such a big difference. But like Russell Wilson, even like after the game interviews and stuff, like is he sick or something? But he his body language, it just doesn't look like you know, our Russell Wilson, like the first seven weeks, he's like sweating, like wiping his nose and stuff in the post-game interview. Like, I'm not sure what's going on there. I do have something to say about those interviews. And if you want to get into it now, mm-hmm. might as well. I hate how fucking, so like, you know me, yes. anyone who listens to this podcast or any podcast, you know that political correctness and I are the polar opposites. Like when someone comes in and I ask them a question about anything, and they give me a politically correct answer, my immediate thought is I need to get myself away from this human being as quickly as possible or I'm going to kill them or myself. You One just of the complete check out, yep. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's fucking garbage in the interviews recently is just like, I can't even listen to it. I used to... I used to listen to post-game stuff just to like hear what is going through their head when they're calling plays. Like Pete Carroll's stuff when he's punting on fourth and one inch. Like why is that happening on the opponent's 47-yard line? I don't get it. So I like, I'm interested in hearing what their perspectives are. But like, here, I'm trying to think of exactly what he said. I think I wrote it down. But you've noticed a difference, eh? Oh, this is his fucking bullshit. Okay, so what I want... This is what, as a fan, as an as a ex, not good athlete, as an ex, somewhat borderline athletic white kid, this is what I want. I want, I want someone to take responsibility. I want someone to say, like Russell Wilson, for example. Mm-hmm. 
let's say in the world, Carl, in the in the entire world right now, eight billion people, what is he? Top twenty five, thirty athletes in the world? Probably so up there. Right? Like who's up there? And like from all over currently, the world? Currently today. Like Usain Bolt, probably out of his prime. Yeah, he's slowing down for sure. Patrick Mahomes, definitely. Probably top five. Mm-hmm. Who else is there? Like who, who, like he, uh, let, anyway, should we agree on top 25? Sure, let's do it. Sure. Like, and when, not pure athleticism. I'm talking like athlete the, who would dominates his sport yeah. or her sport in their sport, in their position, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Athleticism, speed, in, intellect obviously comes into it. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But he gives you these garbage fucking answers, Carl. And I want to I wanna throw my TV off the balcony. This is what he said. So he said, someone asked him, one of the reporters asked him, why... It seemed like, you know, you just couldn't get into a rhythm on offense. What hap- like, what's happened in the last few games rather than the first seven? And his response was, you know, each game has a story. They did some good things in coverage, and the story didn't go our way. Just the safest, most generic answer. The fuck is it's that, not even man? real. Yeah. This is what, like, as a professional... As someone who's a professional athlete, I want to watch you and listen to you take credit, like take accountability. Mm-hmm. Be like, look, man, you know what? We f- we fucked up. We've looked garbage the last few weeks. We have some of the best talented people in the league on offense, and we should be scoring thirty-five to forty points a game, every game, regardless mm-hmm. of who we're playing. Like the first six games this year, and we just haven't come to play. It's it's a problem that we're we're. We want to, we're like, we want to fix. We think we can fix. And the guys in the room believe each other. We, we really feel like this is a top three offense in the league and we just haven't performed. It's on my, it's on me. You're going to see better next week. I don't want this fucking cartoon bullshit story garbage. What is this? It's not real. Man, I, I can't, like, why do you do this? Why, why do you think they keep it so simple? I think we have the worst offensive coordinator in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I've gone above and beyond from worst in the league because that is a fact. Yeah, there's no, no fucking debating this shit. Like, put anyone in there, man. Put the mm-hmm. fucking seagull who fucking flies out of the tunnel at the beginning of the game. Put them in the fucking booth upstairs calling plays. Like, whichever fucking play he pecks on, that's the one we're going to run. That would be a better offensive strategy than what is happening right now. Because I guarantee you he's not pecking, is that what you used? Pecking? Pecking, yeah. The wide receiver reverse on fourth and one. Jesus, fuck. It'd be a one in a million. A one in a million, yeah. Yeah. That's somewhere down way in the corner of the playbook. Man, I can't understand it. So how much do you blame it on Schottenheimer and how much do you think Russell Wilson is struggling as well? Because there I, must be some kind of communication back and forth between them, right? If plays aren't working, then do we adjust? Like This is what I think, though. I think a bad Russell Wilson put in the correct situations is mm-hmm. still a superstar. Okay. Right? Like, mm. he's never been in a good fucking situation, Carl. He's been on this team for nine years and the team doesn't give a fuck about him. Right? No, they, they don't, know. 
they don't understand. Maybe like they say they understand, but they're not doing anything to make me as a Seahawks fan believe that they understand that this is one of the best football players on the planet. Mm. Right? Like go out fucking swinging. Just be like, Russ, dude, it's the fourth quarter. We're down seven. We're not going to run the ball anymore because you're the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. Try to win the game. If we don't win, fuck it. But don't run these fucking bullshit tr- circus plays. It's, 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 man, like I, I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've like, we purposely did not do this podcast on Monday night so that we could have another 24 hours to digest and really think about what we're doing with our lives, Carl. What are we doing with our lives? And what we are doing currently is not respecting how good Russell Wilson usually is. Mm-hmm. Put in the right situations, right? For sure. Like, I feel like he... If you just abandon the run game, just abandon it. Mm-hmm. Don't even have a running back in, have three wide receivers, a tight end, whatever. I feel like against most teams, they're going to score 27 to 34 points. Mm. It is hilarious for this offense to score 12 points. 12 points is unbelievable. With a goddamn fucking safety. So the offense scored 10 points. Right, because a field goal and safety in the first half. I don't know. I don't know. So what, you think we go to running even less? No, I don't. I think... Just a better balance. I think the answer is... I don't have the answer, but Mm -hmm. I will give some suggestions. One, we need... Honestly, man, I say this every goddamn week. We would do better without an offensive coordinator. Turn your helmet off, Russ. This guy fucking sucks, man. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how... So, like, I think about... Relate it to other careers. You do construction. If you hire someone who can't nail a fucking nail into a two by four or can't screw like one pipe into the other, Mm -hmm. they don't have a goddamn job. Exactly. Right? If you're a garbage man and you refuse to pick up the goddamn fucking trash cans and throw the garbage into the truck, you don't have a job anymore. It's, mm-hmm. It is what it is. There's a certain level of expectation to meet some sort of requirement of this job to continue to work at this job. The requirement for Brian Schottenheimer literally is to show up. I'm, I'm so over it, man. Like, I feel like, let's say I was borderline PC for the first yeah. 12 weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 it, it makes no fucking sense to me, man. Why? Let's say the fucking seagull. We're bringing back the seagull, Carl. Everyone wants to talk about the seagull. Peckin, he's yeah. iconic in Seattle. Everyone knows about him. He's, he's beautiful. He fucking flies out of the tunnel every week. If this guy decided one day to just nosedive, straight into the ground, have a seizure, be like, fuck it, I'm not flying today. You know what they do? They get a new fucking bird. That's what they do. Schottenheimer's been fucking nosediving for 12 weeks, man. I don't understand. I watched the Kansas City Chiefs play this week. The Mm -hmm. last couple weeks, actually. And the entire 
offensive scheme is built around this Kermit the Frog individual named Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And he's a pretty goddamn good athlete, and he just creates shit, right? And that's the thing. The coaches let him play to his strengths and just let him create, let him have fun out there. And then guys just feed off that energy, man, and it just makes your whole team click so much better. You know, like, the more I think about it, the more I realize that Pete Carroll is is a figurehead. You know, like in, mm, in college yes. football, like there's those dudes that have been around. Same as like the North Carolina coach at basketball. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, something Williams. Roy Williams. Roy, Roy yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was around for what? He coached the team for 68, 69 years. Like from 23 to 108. Minimum. At the end, he wasn't the fucking scheming guy. He wasn't the guy like, he was just the figurehead that was there, right? But he knows how to use the analytics and those and those guys that figure it out, right? And kind of complete the whole package. Do you think that's like Carol's downfall? Is he he's so stuck in the ways, man? Like he can't he can't adapt at all. He's like my my dad. He's like the old white dude. I think like, a little bit. I would love to be in a room with him, Schonheimer, and Wilson, just talking about the offense and what's going on. Man, I <laughs> could honestly, you imagine what they would say? No. Who did like? I, How does man, that convo go? I'd hit someone overhead with a baseball bat. Like, <laughs> uh, honestly. Because Russell Wilson's out there all fucking crazy storytelling. Like, you know what we should do, guys? We should just pray to God. <laughs> like, everything's just going to work out. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You know, like, we're, we're putting in the work. It's just... It, the results are going to come. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's too methodical for me. It's no X. Ex- there has yeah. to be a point where the best athletes in the world, like fucking Michael Jordan... He'll fucking grab his coach by the mm. collar and be like, you can go fuck yourself. You mm. give me the ball now. I'm going to score. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like, let's stick to the game plan. No. You know, let's run the triangle offense. When the fuck Good. did Michael Jordan say that? Never. He said, oh, it's the fourth quarter now? Okay, I'm better than everyone else in the world. Fuck you. Give me the ball. So what happens? Do we, do we need a new head coach? Do we need just a whole new front office? I'm not ready to give up yet. Mm-hmm. I like as a fairly optimistic person, I like to pick out some positives yeah. and the positives that I le- I'm taking away from the last few weeks where the offense has looked hilariously bad, like not even mediocre, Mm-mm. pretty Awful. fucking bad. Mm-hmm. They just have zero, like in the first few games, let's say first six games of the year, they looked like it was a, it was a game show. It was a video game. Yeah, totally. They would just pick a play, throw it to whoever the hell they wanted Mm -hmm. and they'd score what, what did they average for the first six games? Like 38 points a game. Yeah. Somewhere up there. Mid thirties. It was, it was hilarious. It was fun to watch as a fan. Mm -hmm. The last six have been like the opposite, man. Like they just can't get into rhythm. They can't get any momentum. They, like on third and fours, they're taking a 15-yard sack or they're like taking a false start to push them to third and 14. That so just makes it like so, so difficult. Like how many plays in your playbook do you have to run on third and 15 when the DBs are just sitting at 14 yards? Like, and then you pick a so running play. <laughs> Man, and you pick the fucking <laughs> double reverse pass, triple lateral bullshit. I just don't understand because... 
last year we were such a run-heavy team, run the ball down the middle, right? And the pass comes after that. This year we've switched. Uh, Chris Carson leads the team in rushing with 429 yards, and we're going into week 14. We're not running the ball at all this year. We, I don't think we have a single game over 100 yards. And, and he's, how many games has he missed? He's missed five games? Five games, yeah. At least? Maybe more? But I feel like I, we, don't, we don't really have an identity. We're kind of the in-between right now. Whose fault is that? The coaches. And the, I think it's a little bit a part of any, everyone. I could see the players kind of affecting it and then the coaches and what's going on all there. Who do you think? So you look at like teams that have had brilliant pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Like look at teams that do not perform. It's always from the top, man. It, it, like yeah. if you have a good leader, and Russell Wilson is partly to blame for this, I think. But like just the guy running the fucking offense has no idea what to do with the, with the pieces that he has. Has no clue. Some of the shit that is happening out there, Carl, it's like second and nine, and we're running a fucking toss play. A play that takes six or seven seconds to get back to the line of scrimmage. Why is that a choice? You're putting, then like you're forcing Russell Wilson to be an absolute superstar every week. Mm -hmm. The only way they're going to win games right now with what they're running right now. Mm-hmm. is Russell Wilson has to fucking has to throw 400 yards, five touchdowns a game. Like he mm-hmm. did in the first five weeks. So maybe yeah. we got the, a little bit of a unrealistic picture of what this team is like because he was lights out. Lights out. Un, like historic in the, in the first six games of the year, right? Yeah. Like he had more touchdowns than anyone ever. Three tie the record the first or something? six games yeah. of the year or something. Yeah. And their offense, I think, was like number one or two in scoring and one or two in yards. That's not sustainable. I understand that. Like, teams will watch film film and figure shit out like the New York fucking Giants did. And all they did, Carl, it wasn't a complex scheme. All they did was sit in zone. That's all they did. And they said, you can take five yards every fucking play. Yes, we just yeah. know you're not going to because your they, they offensive coordinator yes. is an idiot. That's right. A, all he's going to do, he's not going to, he's not going to observe what is happening on the other side of the ball. He's just going to say, oh, I think we're going to run a deep play to Metcalf now. And there's four fucking guys guarding him because they're sitting in a three deep zone. Yeah. The Seahawks are devastatingly bad at adjusting. I, why, I don't know why that... Well, I think we're kind of finding out why. That fucking shit, like that old school mentality, it's old. It, it's all the old school shit, man. Maybe our coaching staff, what is it? Average age 77. They're too old. Like Pete Carroll, like the mindset of, we're, you know, we're just going to stick to our game plan and uh, let the other team, you know, try to beat us. That shit, you know, like congratulations, bro. It's not 1943. Unfortunately, yeah. teams are figuring you out. And it's been pretty apparent. Like we started what six and zero, five and zero, or six and zero. I can't remember. Since then, two and four. When we seven and zero, and then went seven and one. Was it no? I think so. That high? 
No, no, no. I don't think so. So you've lost Six. four of the last five? Because we're eight and four right schedule. now. Oh, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. Maybe six and oh, and then they're two and four in the last mm-hmm. six. Wild. So, okay. I think we've like harped on Schottenheimer a lot. We can, but like, I, I agree that Russell Wilson needs to like have some accountability here. I mm. think. I don't like help me out in understanding what has changed in the last six weeks. So maybe he, I, I remember one of the games like two or three games ago, maybe it was the LA game actually, whatever that was, three weeks ago, that he dropped back 29 times and got hit 16. Knockdowns, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Knockdown, mm-hmm. six, knockdown, not even hit, knockdown 16 times. That is. Unbelievable, first of all. Is there even a line? Like, what's happening right now? Crazy. And it has to do something to you mentally. I don't know, like, at that level of athlete, if you're just like, fuck it. Especially with Russell Wilson. He's been hit 50% of the time for his entire career, right? Mm -hmm. He hasn't had a good offensive line for five years. Like, it's been atrocious. Like, one of the best or one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Yeah, consistently the worst. Right? This year, they've been a bit better in games. But this week, they were not good. No. He's getting pressured all the time, which... All the time. But at the same time, he's just not making good... He's not making good reads and then not making good throws. No. Like, he's not hitting (sighs) people in the hands anymore. I don't know what the problem is, man. I can't figure it out. I'm... I'm I don't know. The thing too is like he gets rushed on so many plays and like two out of the three receivers will still have their head turned upfield because they're still running their routes and the one is just covered and now he, he's left with no options and he's forced to create with his legs, which hasn't been working out too well. He's not that guy anymore. No, no. When you're 33, like... It's, you slow down. <clears throat> I just like, I don't see... I don't see that being a winning formula in any... No. It's 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 an add-on, right? It's like a mm-hmm. it's a fifth option. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes is not rolling out of the pocket looking to rush for 15 yards like Lamar Jackson is. No, Lamar Jackson has proven this guy predicted it that Lamar Jackson is not going to be a winning quarterback in the NFL. He's not a guy that's going to win Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes has the recipe to win Super Bowls because he has a great arm. He's super mm-hmm. fucking smart and he's also has that unique factor that most good quarterbacks in the NFL history do not have of unbelievable athleticism. Mm-hmm. Right? But he do, he doesn't force the run ever, right? He'll create the lanes it's, and all that with his passing first before he takes the run. It's a last option. Yeah. And those are the guys I think that are really good. Like, look at the best quarterbacks in history. Let's say like the la- in the last 25 years, who are the best quarterbacks in history in the last 25 years? Let's say like... Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning for extremely sure. Extremely unathletic. But if that guy had the athleticism of Patrick Mahomes, he would be the greatest oh of all time. God. Not even close, right? Like Tom Not Brady, even. kind of the exact same style. You're, yeah, you're Tom correct. Brady the same. Tom Brady has two fucking wood legs. He ben can't bend his knees. He can't. He literally can't bend. Carl, could you imagine being one of the best NFL quarterbacks <laughs> of all time and you can't bend your fucking knees? Dude, you like... You take like less than like 3,000 steps a game probably. It's insane. 
the drop it, backs, like that's got to be a full workout to get three steps back of the center. Oh yeah, there's no way you can drop back every play. Man. And then like Aaron Rodgers, who is like out of those three, <laughs> yeah. the best athlete by far, by but far, still yeah, not yeah. a good runner. Doesn't rely on it. He'll take right? it if it's there, but does not rely on it at all. Man. You're right. I don't know. I like to me that's not a super important part of the game, but mm-hmm. and the best quarterbacks in the history the the best quarterback quarterbacks are not the guys that win games late in the game are not Lamar Jack. Like they're not the athletic quarterback that wants to run first and no. like, oh shit, I gotta throw now? Fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's not how the NFL works, man. Mm-mm. Like, look what happened this week with Cleveland and Houston. Like, Cleveland goes up, you know, three or four touchdowns. Derrick Henry can't play the second half because he's not a receiving option. He's your best offensive. The Titans, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the best offensive player. And it's just like, it's so weird. I don't know. That was a weird game, too. Where do we go from here? (sighs) Next week. Tom, oh, hold on. Before we get there. Yeah. Dude. Uh, man, if the Jets get their first win of the week, I'm not joking, Carl. If the Jets get their first win of the week next week, next year or next week, first one of the year, I like I'll be like, yeah, fuck, it sucks, but like I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm thinking I'm with you. I know what you mean. They almost beat the Raiders this week. Well, the Raiders beat Kansas City. <laughs> they should have beat the Raiders this week, to be honest. They should have last last second touchdown. Yeah, man. What do you like? What do you think of Russ? Like, so this is my opinion. My opinion is our offensive scheme sucks. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. I think Russell Wilson trumps that when he's playing superstar level, which he was in the first six weeks. But when he's yeah. not, like anyone who's played sports at any level, even if you like a high school football, basketball player, whatever, you have these moments when you're like in the zone, let's call them, and you just feel invincible, regardless mm-hmm. of like where what level you're playing. Like in basketball, you had those games. Even <laughs> now, probably like ever. when we're playing alumni oh, yeah. tournament, you hit like three yeah. threes in a row. You're just like fucking feed me the ball, man. I'm <laughs> right? You just get yeah, in those oh, zones. Yeah. And Russ was in a zone for a month and a half. Yeah, and he's not in the zone anymore. He's second guessing reads. He's uncomfortable. He's not sensing pressure as well as he was before. And those are all like such small field things. And he's just he's he's slightly off. And I I believe that he's good enough to get it back by the end of the year. Um, I just like for whatever reason, it's been six weeks. Like usually with a guy like that, it's like one or two weeks and he like has a big game and then he's back to like confidence is back and all that shit. So do you think the scheming and like the play calling all that is kind of keeping him in that little negative bubble that he's in right now? Think of a corporate ladder. This is Mm -hmm. how I think of it. I think there's a ceiling that people get to in certain corporate careers and it's just like, they can't get out. They're fucking mm. punching the glass ceiling. They literally can just not move. And I feel like Russell Wilson is stuck in a fucking box right now because of how bad the scheme is. Like, why not? Le- le- like, let's say I'm Brian Schottenhammer. Mm. I look at my last six games. They've been 
hilariously garbage. Super bad. Like I, I've, I've fucking sucked. My superstar quarterback has sucked. Mm -hmm. My head coach has made bad decisions on fourth down and I've made bad play calls on fourth down. Our offense is not scoring. What is my next move? This is how my brain works is I pull Russell Wilson into my office and be like, bro, of course, let's, let's, let's figure this out. I'm going to accept that I am not that good, right? Like Mm -hmm. you are the franchise human being. You tell me what you want to do. And if you don't give me any answers, I'm just going to give you the ball 55 times next week and you decide. Mm -hmm. I'm just taking myself out of it because I know I can't win football games because I've proven that I suck. Maybe that's what Russ needs to kind of get him going again. I don't get it, man. It's tough. But if these plays keep getting called like this, then I just, I don't know. I don't see the season lasting for much longer. (laughs) It's a tough situation. It's so shitty because I think they have the pieces to be real good. Yeah, I agree. Real good. And And they've made some moves to get better too. Russ just signed a new four-year deal, which is like obviously good. But I feel like they're almost going all in right now, like this year, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like they traded what two or three first-round picks, picks for yeah. Jamal Adams. Yeah, they. I can't remember what they traded for Dunlap, but like they went out to get a pass rusher because that was a, the weakest part of our team. Mm-hmm. And he's been like exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. He's not a fucking superstar, but he like is a big step in the right direction. I just man. It feels like it feels like the franchise is saying like this is the year. You know what? The one fucking thing holding us back, Carl, is a shitty offensive coordinator. Can we trade him? Can we fucking trade him <laughs> for a backup fucking punter? Like, just get rid of him. Are you allowed to trade coaches? Can we just send uh, him out? Just sign a wide receiver off your practice squad to Man. call plays next week. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I just think it's a front office issue and they have to figure it out. The three of them, it's between Pete Carroll, Sean Heimer, and Wilson. But I mean, I don't know, like if, what if Wilson just doesn't care and he's just coasting? What if he's, his whole mentality is kind of like the answers that he's given in these interviews? Then that's a big problem. I would be really disappointed because like, he's a guy from the beginning of his, even his collegiate career that was ruled out, right? He's mm-hmm. 5'10". Short. Mm-hmm. You can't be an NFL quarterback at 5'10". And his mindset from the beginning and what he's shown on the field is, fuck you guys, I'm going to be the greatest of all time. Like that's what, it seems like what he thinks. And unless you win a shit ton of Super Bowls, you can't really be put in that category. But his first nine years are statistically wise better than... Anyone else ever? Right? So, like, he hasn't won Super Bowls because I personally think the coaching staff isn't good. I like Pete Carroll as a leader, but I don't think he is an X and O guy. He's a rah-rah guy. He's a dude that, like, 
gets people to buy into the system. Like he'll mm-hmm. bring in a troubled athlete, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring in a fucking Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. and I'll have high five him th- seven times, and Josh will be like, "Yeah, this fucking place is the best." I'll bring in Jamal Adams, who is like a phenomenal athlete, who's playing arguably the worst sports franchise of all time in New York in the Jets. Oh yeah. Dude, they're so fucking bad. They've been so bad for a long time. They bring in that guy and that guy is immediately bought into the system. He's like, dude, I love it here in Seattle. This is the best place Mm -hmm. in the world. You Mm -hmm. know, this culture is amazing. And that's due to Pete Carroll. And that's what I love about him. But Pete Carroll needs to understand he has, he has like things, he has negative features as well. And his negative features are, the actual art of football, right? Mm-hmm. He's not a good play caller. He's not a good scheme guy. He's too old school. He's a raw, raw figurehead. And he needs to understand that. And he needs to put better people in the places to make actual football moves. Especially and Brian like Schottenheimer the- is not a fucking no. football move guy. Especially with all the creativity we're seeing in the league. Like, look at some of the plays that Kansas City is running, right? The stuff that you've never seen, Mike, like Mike Bell always talks about the head coach for the LA Rams and what he's doing. He loves mm-hmm. him, right? He, it just, other, their play calls are so much well-rounded and they're doing new things, they're trying new things, they're putting guys in positions to succeed. And I just, I don't know, I feel like Seattle just thinks that they have this certain mentality, this certain look, and they have to stick to that. They just don't like to try new things. I don't know. It's that old school mentality, like you were saying, it comes back down to that. Open-minded. You have to be open-minded. You like have to. The, the whole, a football game is so crazy, right? You see so mm. many momentum swings. You yes. see the first, like the first quarter, we dominated, right? Mm-hmm. We dominated. We drove down the field on the first drive of the game, kicked an easy field goal. We're up three nothing. Drove the second drive of the game, fourth and one, run a gar- like a hilariously yes. bad play call, and boom, like that, right? Momentum is completely shifted mm-hmm. because of a terrible play call. It could have been, it could have easily been ten nothing on that drive, and instead, it's three nothing with all the momentum shifted to New York mm-hmm. because they had a big defensive stand. Though, like that shit does so much for a team, man. Oh, it's everything. It's so crazy, and <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Danny, I know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm spot on with this analogy here. Like Pete Carroll, rah rah guy, mm-hmm. gets people to buy into culture. Very high energy, v- very positive, great figurehead guy. We just we have no we have no pieces underneath him mm-hmm. in terms of the coaching staff. Like ath- athletic wise, athlete wise, we have them. There's so many studs, man. Mm-hmm. Offensively, like we've been saying this from the beginning of the year, offensively, there's no reason why they shouldn't score 37 points a game. In the last six weeks, they had probably four or five games in a row that turnovers just crushed their soul, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Remember the game against Arizona? They scored 34 against Arizona with four turnovers. Like turnover eliminate city. two of those turnovers and they're at 47. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It, it makes no goddamn sense to me how this group of athletes scores 10 points in a football game. Yeah. 10 points and a safety. <laughs> 
unbelievable. I fuck. I hope the uh, I hope the offense tries something new next game. Figure something out. Puts I don't know. I honestly don't know. When's Josh Gordon coming back? Uh, they said he's reinstated for the last two weeks of the year. So he's going to play? He's going to Like, again, like... He's on Wednesday. Yeah. I think the personnel is not even close to as important as, like, them no, doing something point, no. different, right? Mm-hmm. Do something different. Like, on the first play of the game, instead of running it for 2.7 yards, like everyone knows you've done for the last 47 years in Seattle, why not run a sweet fucking play action for Metcalf for a 97-yard fucking touchdown. Give it a shot. That's how you start the game. Why not do something different? I don't know. They, I think they really need to. Like, sure, we can, talk, the Jets, man. we can talk about individual guys, right? Like, Quinn Dunbar's coming back. He's been super mediocre. Put him in the fucking Schottenheimer category. Like, we can talk about Gordon, who played, what, three games last year and then just started smoking a fuck ton of weed, got kicked mm-hmm. out again. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The like, the defense has been playing better, which is exciting, yes. and keeps us in ball games. Because if we played a decent fucking football team last Sunday, we would have got oh. beaten forty-seven to ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe less. I don't know. So your thing is. It's not an individual an individual thing. Eh? It's just the whole team chemistry, team system kind of thing. The athletes on the team are good enough to be a a yeah. Super Bowl contender yeah. to make the NFC Championship. The how the team is being run mm-hmm. and how the athletes are working together mm-hmm. sounds super fucking lame as shit. But it's not like it's just not a winning formula at all. Like I don't understand, Carl. Like if this, if if my job, what I, I'm passionate about, my fucking career, how much does fucking Brian Schottenheimer get paid? Oh, two that's million a good bucks a year. I don't know. I'm just taking a random stab. Maybe less. Maybe, let's say, seven hundred fifty k. I don't know. What's he get paid? All right, keep going. I'll fi- I'll figure it out. What's an offensive coordinator get paid? Whatever. If that's my fucking job. And I really love football. Mm. I would have gone through these last six weeks and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking switch it up here. Like I'm going to change something. I'm going to be creative for once in my life. Like do something different. It's not working, man. Look at your team. Let's say I have Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. I'm the Kansas city chiefs offensive coordinator. If I've gone, if I've gone, one or two games in a row with us scoring less than 27 points, I'm thinking, we fucked up. Something's going on. Right? Yeah. This guy's gone six weeks in a row and has done absolutely nothing different and has in fact, Carl, mm-hmm. write this fucking down, has got worse at the game of football. Yeah, it's a downhill. Mm-hmm. Dude, get excited. Holy shit. I got Russell Wilson. This is a fucking gold mine. Also, we drafted this dude who looks like a fucking Lego character named <laughs> Mini Megatron. And he's pretty fucking good at football. 
we don't even necessarily need to teach them how to run routes. We just need no, to get them to run in a direction. And then Russell Wilson, being very good at football, is just going to throw this little like circular cubed ball in his direction. Mm-hmm. And just because he's bigger than the other boys, he's going to make a play. That's pretty cool for me as an offensive coordinator that I have these crazy weapons instead of being like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to try to fool them here, Carl. It's fourth and one. I'm uh, oh baby. I'm going to try to rule the world. I'm going to run our fourth okay. string receiver yes. behind the quarterback, behind the running back. Cause no one is going to see him. In the play. We're going to give him the ball <laughs> and he's going to take nine seconds to try to get to the line of scrimmage. And mm-hmm. we're just going to hope that the really good athletes on the other side of the football aren't going to catch on. Try. <laughs> the fuck try. is that mindset, Carl? It's crazy. That play call is unbelievable. I don't know. And last week, remember last week? They went for it twice on fourth and twice, one. Twice. The exact same play. And one of the plays, they did the exact same thing. <laughs> All right, back to David Moore. What are I we doing? That. And this is my, this is my goddamn problem is someone like Russell Wilson, who I believe is a good human, good, good athlete, mm-hmm. he needs to be vocal. Yeah. Why is he allowing this person that is not good at what he does to call this shit garbage on fourth and one? Mm-hmm. Russell should get this shit in his head and be like, fuck you. And be like, no fucking chance. I'm running the ball to our superstar running back, Chris Carson, who is averaging about seven and a half yards of carry today. Yeah, dude, he's killing it, man. Or me as a guy who keeps telling everyone that I'm the MVP of the league, I'm just going to call a fucking play action or I'm going to run your stupid garbage play, Brian. And I'm going to fake handoff to David Moore because he's our fourth string running back. So really on offense are like eighth or ninth best option. Yeah. And I'm going to keep the ball. If I can run for a yard and a half, great. If not, I'm going to throw it to this guy named DK that is just bigger than all the other kids. Mm-hmm. And so in a game of cannonball, he wins 80% of the time. Russell needs to get, become a little bit of an asshole because like all that, those greats have, have that. that. He doesn't that, have like, it. You have to be able to call people out. Like, you know, even get, Aaron Rodgers has it. Tom Brady, although he's a like, he's, he's kind of whiny, but he does it. Dude, he's a fucking pansy. Let's be honest. He's such Peyton a pansy. Manning has it. Yeah. But he does become prick in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside of the fourth quarter, he's one of the softest, like, pussies you've ever kids. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Just it's licking weird. humans yeah, on, no, in thanks. the camera. Like, no, it's, it's dumb. It, yeah, man. I don't get it. Is I don't think it's something that we can taught to. Like, I don't mm, think no, Russell you, Wilson no. can learn it. I, I don't know. It's weird because he does, perf- like, historically, he performs really well in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. which is like the definition of the GOATs, right? Yes. Like, Michael Jordan could be two for 27 in the first 3.9 quarters mm-hmm. and with eight seconds left he's like fuck you guys i'm better than you on yeah. this car right i'm the scariest all that quarter, i yeah. all that i care about is i'm one for one on in the last three seconds mm-hmm. i don't like 
he has a lot of game-winning drives. He seems to perform well when the ball's in his hands Under late pressure. in games. Yeah. But he's not a prick. And I want you to be a prick, Russell. I want you to tell Brian that he can go back to his high school and help kids develop because he's not good enough to coach you and Mr. DK. Danny, I agree. I think that was a fantastic rant. Where do you go from here? We hope to fucking God we don't lose to the Jets. That's where we go. Should we even make predictions or what? <laughs> I'm going to predict 12 to 10 for the Seahawks next week. Is How many safeties is that? <laughs> Three safeties and two field goals. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? Oh, my God. Well, we all know here that the Jets don't want to win, so hopefully that's on our side. Colt McCoy has had, what, two starts in the last eight years? I don't think he gives he's, a shit about winning either. Isn't he like 36, man? Man. I don't know what to say, man. The Jet, I think the Jets' goal for the last decade is just mm-hmm. to try to get as many first-round picks as they can, like first, first draft picks as they can. And then develop them from other teams. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that quite, quite a bit. <laughs> Man, I'm lost. I don't know. I don't know. Remember like a few weeks ago, we're, we're thinking like, hopefully this is a wake-up game. Yeah. Where like someone in the locker room is just like, dude, we have unlimited athleticism and potential here. The NFC has no one that is trying to win the conference. No. We can be that guy. We can be those guys. Let's just do it. Instead, it's, you know, every game has a story. And they had... They had some good things going on in coverage. And, uh, you know, the story just didn't have the right ending for us today. Well, it's time to grab the pen, Russ, and fucking finish it yourself. Be a goddamn prick, Russell. Be a goddamn prick. I agree. Why not? Go back. I feel like he felt like he was being mean to the other kids in the first six weeks of the year. Where he was like putting up 425 yards and four touchdowns. Like, this is and fun, everyone guys. was like, Russ, you're just annihilating defenses. He's like, oh, I don't want to be mean. Am I being mean? Sorry, guys. The fuck, man? <laughs> you just signed a $40 million a year contract. You know mean. what that $40 million means? That means you should punch dudes in the face 40 million times a year. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be shaking hands and kissing fucking babies and trading your jersey with all those other garbage pricks on the other side, you should be annihilating them and making them wish that they never have to play Seattle ever again. Because it's going to be embarrassing. And the other team's quarterback is going to put up 500 and four or five touchdowns every game against you. Mm -hmm. Don't be fucking shuddering in the pocket. What is this garbage, Carl? I'm so... I don't know. His his entire pocket, like movement in the pocket is different. His whole body language is different. I don't know what's going on. I know he's a newborn in the three months, but... 
I don't think that's an excuse. Moral of the story, kids, never get married, never have kids. Yeah, yeah. If you, you hear that, be- Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> a little late. Man. Oh, man. All right. Do you want to predict next week? I don't know. Fuck. I don't, like, what offense is going to show up? Do you think they're going to get over 30 points? Do you think we have a line? No, I don't. Is there a line? I wonder. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> week 14. The Seahawks are minus oh, 13. Dude, That's... if you have any cash flow out there, if you have $8, if you have $800,000, you should put it immediately on the Jets right now with a minus 13. This is not going to Come on, out. man. What It'll the fuck are we minutes. talking about here? We That's just, a lot. We just lost the Giants, and the Jets almost beat the Raiders, who are a pretty solid football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they put up 27, I think. Was it 30 to 27 they lost? It's mm-hmm. not like they like lost mm-hmm. a... Like, they put up some points. I don't know. I don't know. I Honestly, Carl, this is my prediction for next week. 13. And I'm seeing that line, I'm really considering putting a hefty amount of money on the... Jets. I honestly believe that the Seahawks are going to get to nine and four, mm-hmm. and they're going to win a football game that is like stupid and annoying, and yeah, it's gonna yelling at the TV, and it'll be something like twenty three to eighteen. Okay. How do you get eighteen? I'm not sure, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're going to miss an extra point because they stuck. They're going to kick the end zone for a point or something. Well, that's CFL. (laughs) My bad. I'm going to go 27-17, Denny. You think 10? I think 10. Hmm. You think we can score 27 right now? They look so bad. So bad. But then they come out and they look so good. Flip a coin. I don't know. I think flip a coin at at this point. We haven't dropped 30 points since we lost to the Bills five weeks ago. Was that the game that... I thought it was Arizona that they scored like 34 and turned over four times. It was the first uh, Arizona game we that lost was. in overtime. It was 37 to 34. And they turned it over like three or four times. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like, we are not good enough to turn the ball over. No. If we turn the ball over two times in a game, it automatic loss. Keep the defense off. All right, well... Cool. For my sanity, I'm not happy with that we did this podcast, but <laughs> it was a nice event. I do feel slightly better, but I also feel worse based on all the things that were popping into my head as I was saying them. The problem is if you see all these exact same things this week, it's just going to amplify and make it even worse. So let's hope for some changes. I can't remember a more up and down season for the Seahawks. Yeah. Like either we're shit and we're just battling to try to be like seven and nine and make the playoffs. Or there's like bri- absolute brilliance, like 2013 14, mm-hmm. where like every game, I'm just going in assuming that we're going to beat the fuck out of the other team. And this, this year, I literally have no idea what to expect. I have no clue. Right? Like going into the Eagles game last week, I bet my friend Nav, mm-hmm. such a beautiful human being, I love Nav. He messages me last week. Did I tell you this? 
Mm-hmm. He messaged me saying, hey, do you want to make a bet on the Seahawks-Eagles game? Two weeks ago, sorry, two weeks ago, before the Giants game. And I said, sure. How many points do you want? He's like, I don't want points. I'm like, are you, sh- <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> He's like, no, 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 let's just, whatever. Let's go straight up. Case of beer, bet, Eagles, Seahawks, go. I'm like, I look at the spread on my phone. The spread was six and a half. I'm like, I'll give you three points. Just, I want to... I want it to be a fun game. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I don't want him. I'm like, all right. But in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, I don't know if this is actually a good bet. <laughs> like, you second guessing yourself? Like if we win by one or two, I would not be surprised at all. No, not at all. Yeah. Just the inconsistencies on both sides. We're playing the worst team in the league. Probably bottom 10 worst, worst teams of all time. Like, remember the yeah. Brown season that went 0 16? Like, so it bad. feels like that, doesn't it? It just feels mm-hmm. like even if they have moments of brilliance, they're just going to lose anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like last week. Oh, yeah. You might see a couple quarters, but there's, they're not pulling through. I'm in. So I'm hoping. I'm going to say it right now. I would not be surprised if, we're, if we lose next week. If we lose by word. Like the Jets here, just folks. <laughs> have a ridiculous, stupid turnover at the end of the game. Like it hits, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, fucking... They run a reverse pass, 17 lateral bullshit to David Moore. He comes around the outside, hits him in the helmet, pops up in the air, someone grabs it, and they kick a field goal with one second left, and we lose 22-21. You ever heard me this down before, Carl? No, no, Denny. I hope you have a good week, buddy. <laughs> I think every day yeah. that I have something outside of Seahawks football in my life. Because if I didn't, it would be rough, man. These would be dark days. Really rough. I texted my mom today, told her I loved her, asked her if she loved me. If she replied no, it might have been the end, man. <laughs> That's it for Seahawks social. <laughs> the one thing I do like is the football every day. I like it. It's so fucking strange. Like, it's so good. Tonight. Who won tonight? The Ravens crushed them, right? Crush the Cowboys. No defense. Another sad franchise right now. It is weird. Like everything just, yeah. There's a a Wednesday game last week, Tuesday this week. Yeah. The Steelers, so this is something I, um, I can't remember who I was chatting with yesterday. I was saying I felt better because the Steelers lost. And so that was the first loss of the year to like a, Pretty shitty Washington Mediocre, team. Mediocre, yeah. So I felt a little bit better that we lost to the Giants. And then they mentioned, they're like, weren't the Steelers on like a really short week? And I was like, no, really? And then I look at the schedule and the Steelers played a Wednesday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Monday. I'm like, oh, fuck, that makes me feel worse. <laughs> Why'd you have to eh? say that? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. So like Dude. if there's any game they're going to lose, it's going to be on like a four-day week. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. Washington's in first place with the Giants now in the NFC East, so let's go. Man, that division is heating up hard, Carl. Remember, we were talking about the biggest joke in NFL history, this division. Mm-hmm. It is the most surprising, yeah. entertaining division in football right now. It is, because now the Eagles and the Cowboys have fallen behind. Yeah, like, let's look in the AFC. KC... Wins their division easily. Easy. 
Steelers win easy because Baltimore is atrocious. Who else is good in the NFC? Titans. The Bills are nine and three. Yeah, Bills are nine and three. Bills, watch over the Bills. The Dolphins are eight and four. Aren't the Browns nine and three? The Browns are nine and three. Yeah. Talk about a fucking TSN turning point here. eh? (laughs) Jesus. And then we look at the NFC and no one cares anymore. Like literally everyone is not trying. Except I'm surprised about this. The Saints. They just keep winning somehow. Who needs a You know why? Because they have a coach that is adaptable, Carl. And he sees that, oh, we don't have our superstar quarterback anymore. Top 10 Mm -hmm. quarterbacks of all time, maybe, in terms of passing. We're now playing with a quarterback that hasn't thrown a touchdown. (laughs) Let's do something a little different. Fucking brilliant idea. Mm -hmm. Hey, Brian. Why don't you fucking call whatever his name is, Mister uh, Mister Cheater over there? What is? Didn't he get suspended for like two years because he's for the Saints? Yeah, he's, he's winning games, man. Doesn't matter. But that's a great point. If anything is the moral of the story of tonight's tonight's podcast, yeah. it is all we give a shit about is winning. That W. We don't care. Pete, put a camera in the other team's locker room, steal their play sheet. Absolutely. Steal Andy Reid's face shield so he can't see a goddamn thing. That's a fine right there. And he gets fined. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Just win the football game. And fire Brian Schottenheimer, please. He sucks at his job. Anyone could do better. Pete, you could do better. We've mentioned a couple times tonight, but the fucking...